0: Hey everybody, welcome to Joyous Eclectic where we talk about the good, the bad, and the interesting and all sorts of things. So let's jump right in. 3, 2, 1, Boogie!
1: What was is. that one? I don't know. I just did a little it kind of sound
0: like the W B oh. the dub, the double 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 W B the frog from Interesting. the Iron I Warner was Cartoons.
1: just kinda of going for like a like a little trumpet thingy. Oh you know? like
0: a like a, a king. Like yeah, exactly. And hmm.
1: entering in the king. Me. Well, not the king. He's he's not well, here. Let's check. The king
0: the <laughs> king, unfortunately, is not here. This is I believe his last His last week of uh, birthing classes? Yeah. And Uh, then he
1: will finally be born. (laughs) He's learning how to be born. And then he will be born.
0: (laughs) Then Chad Chad King will be born. Uh, Wow. This is probably really easily explainable for the first time listener.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we have another host. Uh, This is Parker talking. We got Matt, too. And we've got another host, uh, Chad King, who, uh, hence the King jokes, earlier uh but he is he's having a little baby and so he has some birthing classes with his lovely wife and they're gonna have a baby and all that stuff so he's not here this week and maybe won't be here next week i don't know probably not because babies and stuff and then yeah we'll just kind of play by ear but in any case matt and i are here to talk your ears off about things
0: about things and stuff and such
1: things and stuff and such
0: yeah, um, I so uh, I suppose we are going to continue on the conversation from last week's episode. Right? I believe so. Cool. But before let's, we get into that, Matt, what have you been listening that. to this past week? I've been listening to some things and stuff. Um, so this past week was kind of a kind of a letdown for like new music for mm-hmm. me. Really, um, I don't know. I feel like I got this this backlog. I mean, there's always a backlog of stuff that <laughs> yeah. I've been meaning to check out and just haven't. But uh, I I've built up my my 2019 jazz playlist like a whole bunch for work purposes because you know now that I'm um, finally getting to like sit down and work for a while I love having my my instrumental playlists so uh-huh. I've got like 20 hours worth of music on my jazz playlist but uh, nope. a buddy of mine Jordan did introduce me to um, a new single that I believe was just released this week uh, and it's by a little indie uh, pop like dream pop duo um called parek and Singh, and yeah. i apologize if i butcher that they're from india and it's just the the it's it's a duo guitar and um vocals obviously and then and then drums and sort of like electronic production in the background but um they've been around for a couple of years uh they got a little bit of recognition i think like two or three years ago for a, a youtube video that they put out um, like this music video that went along with a song called "I Love You, Baby, I Love You, Doll," um, and that got that got pretty uh, popular in the YouTube in the streaming world, I guess. But they just released a new song called "Summer Skin" this past week, and it is just delightful. the best like new song that i i heard this week uh it's 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 very it's very warm like it's kind of a slow it's not like a slow burn of a song but it is a slower paced song Uh and there's just so many like like i don't know warm tones coming through i guess like the vocals are very intimate everything about the song even the drum sounds like everything is very precise and intimate like it doesn't sound like this you know overproduced you know i guess fake if you want to call it that but you know it it just seems like it's right there like it's all being recorded right there in your own space and your own head and stuff like that so it's very it's very charming and very nice to listen to Hmm. the lyrics are just kind of like uh they're not innocent but they like they're they're fun and they, they're they're delightful, and they also make you think a little bit. So hmm. I really like this single. Well, a good range um, of things. Yeah. It's it's just kind of one of those songs that seems to have a little bit of all those things that you enjoy in a song. Like, the, the hook is pretty catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, the vocals are very, um, like, poppy and fun and, like, dynamic and stuff like that. So, uh, and I love the drums on the song, too. Like, not that they do anything particularly cool or crazy. It's just I love the sound that they got out of them. Like, you could mm-hmm. tell they... They put a lot of care into each element of the song. I mean, a lot of songs, you know, the the drums will just kind of be there. They'll go unnoticed, or you're not supposed to pay close attention to them. But, you know, here, everything right. shines through really well. So I like that. Uh, definitely recommend checking that out. I hope there's an album to follow soon. Indeed. But I don't know. We'll have to
1: see. We'll have to see. Uh, well, well, that sounds just all great, good sir. It sounds like a good old time that you had there. Um, I... <laughs> I <don't laughs>
0: sure okay, I had my fried chicken <laughs> with my colonel and the... the Who's the chicken that does that? I don't... Is, oh, foghorn, is it a stereotype? Leghorn? At this point? Foghorn Leghorn. Are we allowed to still talk about Foghorn Leghorn, or is he just I'll like say, a stereotype? I'll say I'll sit on you. I think...
1: Well, that's that's <laughs> Michael Clump <laughs> from The Office. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll, sit, I'll, sit, I'll sit on you Um, I think I, I don't know that's a good question but uh, speaking of The Office that just reminded me something about that reminded me of there's the episode where it's the murder mystery thing yeah. and they're supposed to be like from Savannah Georgia or whatever and mm-hmm. there's one bit where they try to get Oscar to be in on it and he's like <laughs> yeah. he doesn't want to and fin- <laughs> he's like finally okay, like okay whatever and he's like ah oh, all the the people in the plantation. But they're they trying to t- <laughs> it's like that's not at all how he talks, but that's the yeah. only way he knows how to do a southern accent, and it's really funny. And there's a bit in some Justin Timberlake song that always reminds me of that, which doesn't seem mm. like that should be a thing, but it is. So there you go. There's uh, yeah, a little bit of thingy there. But no, that episode is is also great and just lots it's of very fun. Very good. Yeah. It's such a great show. I just finished watching all the way through it again for the fourth time. All the way through, maybe. Um, oh, that's amateur hour. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, Friends is the one that yeah. that Ashley and I like just yeah. have on just all the time, and I've seen every episode too many times. Like at this point, I'm like, I don't really. I try to find you know the couple it's sort of like when you're painting a room and you're trying to find kind of those spots that aren't quite as painted that's how i feel like with friends where it's like i've hmm. gone over these episodes so many times but there's a couple that it just like oh i've only watched that one four times instead of like 10 right. times like so automatically for
0: some reason you feel like you don't know that episode at all because <laughs> you've only seen it four times yep.
1: comparatively yeah. it's it's yep. new but it's not
0: um yeah i go i go through those those phases too the like, like there's probably three or four shows that I have on just constant repeat. Mm-hmm. And when I end all of them, I go into this weird depressed mode. Cause I'm like, I don't want to start something new because I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with it. And it's just that level of like familiarity that we all yeah. love to have around. But like, I also don't want to start, you know, parks and rec for the right eighth time. So I'll just go through a couple of weeks before I just give up and say, <laughs> eh, we'll start it over. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm trying to, have good show i've only seen bob's burgers all the way through once um and i mean oh, it's still coming one. on and so i may start that up again because it's just it's really fun but um mm-hmm. i just started king of the hill for the first time i just kind of started watching the pilot episode and it's it's pretty funny i'm i'm oh, enjoying it quite a lot show. that's one yeah. of the
0: best shows of all time
1: yeah it's uh yeah. it's a good old time and there's a lot of episodes from what i hear so that yes. keeps me keep it'll me keep you busy for a, for a while mm-hmm. it's just nice to have something that I don't have to like pay super close attention to, Mm -hmm. but I can at the same time if I want to, because it's good enough. Yeah. It's fun. Exactly. Yep. So, yeah. And things are fun, and I like fun things. Mm -hmm. Uh, This weekend, Ashley and I uh, my wife and I. Uh, Ashley was on last week's episode. If you missed that one, go listen to it so you can hear who my wife is. She's real sweet and fun and nice. Um, we were listening to her Discover Weekly in the car, which we never do. Most of the time, if we listen to her music, it's songs that I have heard her put on a lot of times <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because she really enjoys listening to the same song. Well, it's funny. It's She She finds out about new music or like listens to full albums by herself, but then when I'm in the car, she'll like, put it on shuffle on a playlist of stuff that mm-hmm. I've heard a million yeah, times I mean, that's the
0: same for a lot of people I feel like that's that's most people honestly. yeah
1: so but in any case um, I was like we should check out your discover weekly and so we did and the um, so a lot of the songs were kind of mediocre to whatever and a couple of them were good and one of them <laughs> was great and it was a whole lot of fun and it i don't think ever would have been recommended to me but i enjoyed it quite a lot uh the band's called the night game and it's really just it's two guys it looks like it's martin johnson and kieran j callinan something like that i don't know yeah, you get um that. yeah him <laughs> oh it's a uh, kieran j callinan i'm just on the wikipedia for the night game right now um is australian kieran uh, whatever and then but martin is from boston but in any case this song uh, the song is called back in the van I can Fun and it's it has a it reminds me a lot of Hulu's in the news but like with kind of some modern sensibilities as well and I feel like the guy's just like having fun and not taking stuff too seriously. But it's all about like just getting back out on the open road and just driving. Probably like touring, I guess, is the idea. But uh-huh. it's just super fun and really groovy. And again, just reminds me of I mean, it just feels like The Power of Love or another one of the classic, you know, Back mm. to the Future
0: songs
1: because <laughs> you will lose in the news. Bam, bam. Exactly. So it's uh yeah, if you just want like a fun, happy time song, I haven't listened to any of the other songs by this band. I just know that one song. But I was uh after I got back from work I played the drums for just a little bit to just unwind and have a good time and I put that one on and it was like just fun little jam song. Mm-hmm. I'm getting nice. back in the face it's like that that's how it goes it's stuck in my oh. head now yeah oh, now
0: i don't need to listen to it <laughs> <laughs> now i got oh, it no. oh i'm so isn't sorry that, isn't that nice though coming home from a day of work and just like letting out all your all your frustrations on the drums for a yep. little bit
1: there's a couple times though where i've been just like in a sour mood and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna go play the drums and like let it out or whatever and I'm like I'm going to break these symbols and stuff. (laughs) It's not very often but there's just been a couple times where it's like I just yeah just can't and I'm just like instead of you're supposed to when you hit a symbol you're supposed to kind of play like through the symbol sort of like a thing so that you're not like just hitting it and letting all that stop. Like if you ever took karate,
0: you yeah. chop through the board. Yes, right. You don't right. chop it, at the board.
1: Yep, and mm-hmm. so it's it makes it to where, you know, if you're doing it like that, the, essentially the, you know, because there's just waves, essentially. If you, like watch, if you've never done this before, by the way, uh, watch a slow motion video of a cymbal being hit because it's really interesting. It just goes like, like all around, but you never really see a lot of that. So, But in any case, mm-hmm. there's been a couple times where I've just been like, gone up and played, and I'm just like, killing the thing <laughs> like not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. technique is not good at all but it's just you know having a good old time
0: yeah that's that's definitely how i started playing drums <laughs> like especially back in the college days when i was in punk bands and oh, junk yeah. like that uh-huh. i didn't know how to play drums i just knew that when you hit something it made noise it sure does i could keep a rhythm yep and i broke a lot of cymbals <laughs> broke a lot i broke a lot of drums uh-huh and it was very expensive to replace all that so then yeah. i got better at technique so i wouldn't have to keep spending all that money mm-hmm And now, I'm still not good, but I don't break drums (laughs) The moral of the story, never get good. Don't get good. Because once you get good, then all the fun's taken out. I I don't know. That's such a stupid philosophy to me, but it's Mm -hmm. 100% true. I feel like if I practice more and more at something, then I'm just going to get bored with it. Because it it does happen. Like, the Mm. more... I don't know. If I play drums or guitar or whatever for more than, like, two hours in a day... I get bored with it. Mm. I'm like, ugh, because like I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like internally I'm not getting any better, but maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. I'm also 28 years old, and I've been playing since I was 14. Mm. Like, yeah, at this point in my life, I, I maybe I just think, how much better can I get?
1: Right. I think some of it is that for a while it was a question about learning new things and then now it's more about refining the things that you know and there's plenty of new things you could learn if you took the time to do it but like the learning curve wise it's uh, the amount of effort it would take to actually learn new things would be a lot (laughs) whereas by just naturally playing at this point there's tons of stuff I'll go back and listen to songs of mine from high school and I'm playing something on the guitar or whatever it's like man like (sighs) I don't even play that now like it's you yeah. know because I've just forgotten that song or whatever but for the most part the things that I'm playing like my technique is better so like I would play that better if I went back and learned it um mm-hmm. but my actual skill hasn't really improved or my amount of things I can do maybe hasn't improved that much but just the way that I'm doing them theoretically is just a little cleaner
0: yeah and I guess like that's that's always the case I yeah. mean the more time you spend with something obviously the the more you're gonna hone the craft yeah and, Maybe you don't feel like you're getting technically better, but I don't know. I mean, I also I, don't really care to be yeah, technically right. better.
1: To some degree, mm-hmm. you maybe I think you also learned some of the less is more kind of stuff
0: too. To yeah, where exactly,
1: you know? So I'm not necessarily better by. Uh, this amount of margin at drum fills or whatever like the you know doing drum fills i'm not particularly better at them perhaps but right. at knowing when to use and not use them maybe i'm better at um yeah i'm sure lots of people in my church the week that i the weeks that i play drums may disagree with that i don't know <laughs> because yeah. I, I play kind of loud um just because mm. that's how that's what happens sure <sighs> music what a time yeah and
0: what a time what a what a day and that's not to say that like if you're if you're a musician out there and you're listening to this and you're like oh they don't think i should practice no that's not what i'm, I'm not trying to say that at all don't even you practice, practice johnny
1: your name's johnny
0: and if you want to be the next i don't know eddie van halen or whatever at guitar then then go do it yep because because you can or you can be just like joe schmoe the guitar player and uh-huh. uh you, or Just you be like, like me. Joe Schmo. I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> I can kiss away the pain. Uh, can um, you, though? I will stand by you forever, uh, and you can take and my breath away And you will what? learn to make it rain. <laughs> That's how the song goes.
1: What if that was the last line?
0: That'd be great. I have a lot more respect.
1: Is that the Chad Kroger... Song, no, what's the hero? No, that's a Is that song?
0: Enrique Iglesias? No, oh. no you're talking, you're talking about the Spider Man one. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, what, how uh, does that song go? And
0: they say that a hero can save save me. me. I'm not not gonna gonna stand here stand here Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a man. that's the lead singer of Caesar, I believe. Uh, no, and, and Chad um, Kroger well it's chad kroger but it's not nickelback so like chad kroger sings it but the the guy who produced it is the lead singer of not seether but uh one of those other butt rock bands it might have been
1: seether um maybe it was i I don't don't know know. but well maybe not but (laughs) seether that's one of those bands i didn't know other people knew seether um Mm -hmm. just because they're like a giant deal i know but they're crazy dumb
0: wow they were like my favorite band well
1: they were my favorite band in like seventh grade for a little bit Mm -hmm. and then like recently having gone back and been like wow that's that's a band right there they're not very good
0: no i Uh. mean there's so so many of those bands you just i mean i i don't know but that's the thing is like how much room do we have to talk because there's still eighth graders out there all over the world that are in love with either and nothing will ever be better yeah i don't know no, I, went I mean, a phase it's, where I liked Breaking Benjamin, so.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. arguably in my opinion, still better than Seether, but I think some of it too is like Seether having gone back and listening listened to them. Mm-hmm. This, some of their songs really are fine, but some of their songs too, like I remember I talked about it early on in some episode, just the lyrics were just like gross, like talking about like
0: Oh yeah, I remember you it talking about that. It was just like that.
1: just discussing, not even, I, I don't know. It was just
0: yeah, it was just kind of gross stuff. And I was like, why are we talking about this? <laughs> a Couple <laughs> nasty boys. Oh, should nasty. we talk about the Grammys? Probably uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> I I did not watch them, so I don't really oh, know. I didn't either. Uh, I I just heard some some news. Um, the the band. I think I went on a rant about them, uh, weeks or months ago. Greta Van Fleet who were like the Zeppelin uh-huh. ripoff guys, they won best best uh, rock band or best rock album oh, or whatever. Oh, interesting. So there you go. If you had any shred of respect left for the Grammys, <laughs> uh, it probably went out the window with last night. Yeah. I don't know. I know Punch Brothers won best folk album, so okay. there you go. I don't know what they were up against. Maybe there was something better. Mm. Maybe not, but...
1: I think, yeah, at this point with the, with the Grammy, I, we, honestly, with just Spotify, like it's it's yeah. so obvious that there's so much better i mean obvious for a long time people have known there's better music than what is at the grammys it's just that's yeah. an award show of the things that make it into the pop that are in the popular mainstream so it's not actually an award of i mean a, an award of like the best thing of this genre it's just the best of the most popular things of this genre yeah. according to you know some amount of people because i mean there's obviously still lots of room for disagreement within there but um but yeah i'm sure for somebody of all the folk albums that got so well maybe folk album isn't but for like all the rock albums um mm-hmm. i'm sure for lots of people they would look at all of those selections and be like no i can come up with five bands five rock albums that are better yeah. than all five of those <laughs> not just the winner of those
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and those people who would say that would probably have differing opinions than the next guy 100 percent, exactly and yeah because there were thousands and thousands of rock albums made mm-hmm. last year and there were millions of albums made, so yeah, yeah. Narrowing it down to just I don't know, but I feel like they they could at least go for something a little more good, a little <laughs> bit gooder. Oh, but I a don't know. I don't. I, I could care less. I don't. I couldn't tell you anything else that won. Yeah. I know Saint Vincent won like Best Rock Song, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, she's pop, but that's yep. whatever. I, I don't know.
1: I mean, and I'm sure it's good for. The music industry in general, to sure. have that Still, you know, like it's yeah. not like not having it would then be better. So I'm not mad at all that any of those. But I think it's one of those things where it just has to be, yeah, it has to be taken with a grain of salt, you know. And that's yeah. just absolutely fine. Yep. But yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. But mostly, I'm appalled that they didn't pick any of these songs that we're going to be talking about today. Not a single yeah, one. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, granted, how, how these how are all TV the... show theme songs a continuation <laughs> from last week but come on grammys and these are all mm. old Get pretty old
0: <laughs> yeah how could the grammys of 2019 not pick the hey arnold theme song <laughs> how
1: could they written by Jorn schwarzenards i don't know just that's how not do you who. know that i just made that up
0: oh okay
1: <laughs> just made up a name i don't know who actually wrote it um uh, no. what what was his name? George Jorn
0: Schwarzenords. Jörn, like J O R N Jörn. Yeah. Is he Swedish? <laughs> sure. A Swedish composer uh, wrote the Hey Arnold theme song.
1: Uh did, did you, we listen to that one last week? We didn't. No, we uh okay, so it's Jim Lang. Is is she did it,
0: Lang.
1: Jim Lang? Okay. Which I should have known because it actually says it like really early on in the theme song. But uh, you want to just start with that one? That's Since right. Since we were already talking uh, about yeah, it, yeah, let's
0: do it. Let's Wait, do it. Jim Lang wrote the theme song, or he yes, he created the, the show? Uh, maybe both, oh, okay. but wrote the theme song for sure. Okay. So. All right, yeah, let's listen to that one. Yeah, I actually haven't heard this one in 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 a hot minute. So I
1: I just started I'm rewatching excited. Hey Arnold because it's on Hulu, and I was like, oh, fun, and is it's it so really? good. It's great.
0: Is it? Yeah. Hmm i mean i watched it all the time as a kid i don't remember anything about it really yeah other than they live in seattle and arnold has a cool room
1: yeah oh he does have a cool i mean you've got to roll your eyes all the time at stuff. like especially helga like a lot of the other characters are you mm-hmm. know like arnold's a pretty realistic kid and his grandparents first of all his grandfather is played by um dan castellaneta homer simpson oh really and his grandma i was like well, she's also from The Simpsons, and she's the lady that does, like, all the old lady voices, like the crazy cat lady and stuff in The Simpsons. Oh. Um, it's, she does the grandma. So, it was like, oh, that's fun. Dan is just oh, showing cool. up and doing things. I did not know that. And the um, Helga's mom is the same lady that does Dexter's mom in Dexter's lab, which I was like, why do I recognize that lady's voice? It was just fun to watch. So, in any case, Hey Arnold has a friend of mine pointed out to me in college um, which this was actually one of the songs that had me thinking about this topic in general uh, was well, they just mentioned like man the Herald theme song is just super good like jazzy music or whatever you know mm-hmm. it's just a just a jam and I was like okay okay I see you um, so there we go now here we are so let's play it <laughs> I guess I'll play a little bit of the Herald theme song here it goes but well, here we go, but well, here we go. Arnold! Oh! Hey, Arnold! <laughs> hey, Arnold! Arnold! There it is. Nice. I mean, there's more to it than that, but that, that's where I stopped sure. it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> mm
0: yeah it's just that's the only like lyrical part right is when the girl keeps saying like yeah it's just yeah hey
1: arnold Mm -hmm. but it's i mean it also the theme song it has you know just like some of the kids going around town doing stuff Mm -hmm. graffitiing or whatever i don't know um and so that's you know fun to watch them do their things it gives a good setting Mm -hmm. for the show as well but the music it's like it's not specifically based in new york because it
0: never says but it's i thought it was seattle
1: no, it's it never apparently says. I looked it up because I was oh, like, okay. it felt like maybe like Philadelphia to me or something like that. Hmm. But looked it up and they said, yeah, they never specifically say, but it seems to hint towards being in Brooklyn or something like that.
0: Oh, um, okay. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. But interesting. Yeah, well, I'm glad to know that it's on Hulu. Yeah, definitely. I, so uh, mm-hmm. do you? So you've been watching it? Yes. So, is the music um, throughout the show kind of similar in that sort of jazzy vibe and yep. feeling stuff? Absolutely, okay. yeah. So, it's
1: it's very representative just of the, of the show as a whole. I guess in the same way that, you know, Fresh Prince is representative yeah. of Will Smith's character and kind of his culture and, you know, all that kind of thing. Similarly, mm-hmm. it's just like the music of the theme song is... I mean, sometimes it's less, you know, bebopping and stuff, but it's still mm-hmm. fairly jazzy and intricate perhaps or whatever yeah. it gives a good feel of like this is what the show is going to be like like you're just having a, a chill fun time
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I like that especially for a nickelodeon show i mean it's it's very like i don't know it's it's still a kids show but it's it's that alone is very grown up in a way yeah it's not like a it's not necessarily like a, a kid Mm-hmm. based song you know like i don't know nowadays you get all the like with the live action nick, nick shows and stuff like that it's usually some sort of just typical rock band doing rock stuff with a rock guitar and uh-huh and like ah things yeah. are gonna get crazy so just the the fact that they went more of like a cool i don't know sort of like new york jazz mm-hmm. kind of deal almost it's even funny
1: comparing this one to drake and josh which is also hmm. uh a kids Nickelodeon show, yeah. but is is a little bit later because that was like 2001, probably that Drake and Josh happened. Whereas Hey Arnold was 1990, I don't know three, maybe no, like mm, maybe 97, I wanna
0: say later than that maybe. maybe. I don't know. I know it wasn't on for super duper long. Okay,
1: 1996 um. through 2004. Okay, oh, okay. so it had a couple. Yeah, it's five seasons. Um, which yeah, for a kids show isn't actually necessarily that long, mm-hmm. but uh but yeah so it was you know a, it predates it a little bit but it's funny because just comparing those two the the musical complexity or whatever of the drake and josh one isn't you know that we mm-hmm. talked about last week is more kind of straightforward just rock and even though that one's live action it's definitely more kid focused as a show as opposed yeah. to hey arnold which is a cartoon but has a lot more kind of uh i mean definitely you know it's kid focused and stuff but 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 i think would be more palpable to a parent who doesn't love kids stuff comparatively because like arnold as a character is very much like plays the straight man and is like you know pretty pensive (sighs) and stuff and there's a lot of characters in the show but still like it's you know kind of some deeper themes sometimes correct me if i'm wrong
0: yeah like kind of like that like arnold parents are dead right in the show dead
1: or gone or something they're They're not around yeah Yeah. you never see them i mean it's possible Mm -hmm. i again i've only uh, watched four episodes recently and they haven't Mm -hmm. mentioned them really at all since then but um yeah yeah it seems like they're some some kind of gone
0: yeah i'd be interested in uh knowing my my thought process as like a kid watching that because obviously it's a kid-friendly show but I don't know with so many adult themes that's i always felt that way like well i feel that way now like going back and watching kids things that have clear adult themes like what did i think about them when i was (laughs) six years old and i don't know was was i thinking of any of this on a deeper level or did all of it just sort of fly over my head and if it did with a show like hey arnold i Mm -hmm. feel like if if all that stuff flew over my head then i wouldn't have watched it so there had to be some sort of like value to me yeah kid but i don't know like just just thinking back on it now it just seems like the kind of show that was more or less made like to resonate more with an older crowd Mm -hmm. but i don't know
1: yeah it's interesting i'm i mean i am curious just because it it feels like it would be hard to write something like that where it's like four kids but then also four adults at the same time where like Mm -hmm. you're kind of hiding the stuff in there but not i mean it seems like they would primarily make it for kids and then do some other things but i'm curious going into a different one yeah. This is this being uh, a cartoon as well, but definitely for adults and not for the children's um hmm. of Bojack Horseman. And you mentioned a little uh. bit earlier, but I don't know almost anything about it besides what you told me. And so, curious listening to that theme song and yeah, kind of so context I threw of this all that. One,
0: too. I threw it on the list basically because I, yeah, I just recently started watching the show. I know like I'm always late to everything. So, <laughs> Same. uh, yeah, I know the show got really popular back in like. 2015 or 16 when it came on. Uh I deliberately avoided the show because I had heard such like great things about it but that it was such a like depressing show uh and I didn't want any sort of depression in my life at all so I was kind of afraid to start watching it. Also I like it takes a lot for me to get invested in a cartoon mm-hmm. uh, in an animation So like it has to be worth the investment. I mean, there's very few like Bob's Burgers and maybe South Park are kind of the ones. Rick and Morty. We're
1: going 99 years, Morty. We're going. We're going forever.
0: Like even Rick and Morty, I was I was hesitant to start watching. Uh But that I mean that was basically because of the fan base surrounding it. (laughs) Yeah. Can stand those people but like um you can't not, stand not me the general fan base no i know the, the ones who made it you know yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah.
1: the small um, vocal minority of toxic fan base it's like you need an iq of 250 to really understand that show
0: which you don't at all no. like I, there's nothing about that show that indicates like you have to be smart to understand this humor but whatever that's not the point <laughs> so i finally uh just kind of caved in and, and decided to start watching uh bojack horseman i was reading something on reddit about something or other and somebody mentioned a scene from the show and i was like eh, i guess i'll start watching it. so i started watching it in the the first episode the theme song the the theme song plays in full like before you know or you know a little bit into every episode and uh i i knew that uh patrick carney uh, the drummer for the black keys had mm-hmm. composed uh and yeah written this this theme song so and i i never really heard it before but I, I heard it the first time after watching the first episode, and man, it just it just got to me. Like it's so good. It's such a good theme song, hmm. and uh, we'll listen to it. I mean, just to give you like a little background on the show, if you haven't seen it, it's basically about this kind of washed up Hollywood actor who is a horse. Uh, in this universe, animals and people sort of share the world, and animals can talk and have the same like motor capabilities as humans and stuff like that but the main character is a horse and he's kind of a washed up 90s tv star who just has a lot of money and lives in hollywood but he doesn't have anything going for him and people kind of dislike him and whatever and it's just sort of about like those fumbling adventures and whatnot it's very funny but it's also very like serious and deep and and kind of kind of a heavy show like so if you're just if you're trying to find another like the office to fill your time this is not the show for you Mm because you really do got to sink in um, but I mean it's great it's a great show and uh, that's just a little background so we'll listen to the uh, theme song and then maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it so play that, that play that funky music oh wipe. That's groovy. Yeah, it's super groovy. Um, it it really gets you hyped up to watch the show, and I think that's maybe why this was chosen as the the final cut is because sometimes, like, I'm watching an episode and uh, it ends, and it and I kind of am not excited to watch the next episode because I just got like a whole big mess of heaviness knocked on me and I kind of just want to like <laughs> take a breather. But like this theme song is, is I don't know, it gets really hyped. Um, but it's not like a, it's certainly not a, a, a happy song. Right. Um, Like uh, the further the song goes into it, like it kind of just all that like groove and stuff fades out, and you're left with just this like deep tenor saxophone that goes on, and it switches like to this minor key, and it gets really depressing towards the end, and it just fades out like this with this deep sad reverbed out tenor saxophone solo, and that's how the theme song ends.
1: It reminds me kind of. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh no, no, no! I was just gonna say, like the visuals that go along with it are also pretty sad and 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 depressing and stuff like <laughs> Why that. Why would so. you do
1: that to yourself, Matt? You're yeah. crazy. <laughs> You're crazy.
0: <laughs> it reminds you of what?
1: It reminds me of music that would happen for like a montage of people doing drugs and getting like really like
0: yeah. Drugs, um, that's what it, I think it, of. I, I mean, I agree. Um, it's it, it definitely kind of gives you that feeling of like fall almost falling into a trip or something like that right um, yeah or just like, like that. you know falling into something that's not like a sober world mm-hmm. um yeah that's definitely the impression i get from it and again the the what you see on screen is exactly that sort of thing happening <laughs> the main character is yeah. like drinking himself into oblivion and all that. All, all this mess and I just think that music fits so perfectly with it but it's also just got this like super good deep groove to it yeah that I, that I really like the, the drum when the drums kick in especially it's like yeah and that, that kind of like <laughs> cool little whoop 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 synth going on thing and mm-hmm. it's, it's very it's very fun and, and poppy but not a, not a fun happy song and it's not a fun happy show uh, yeah but yeah I, I just think it's it's been a long time since I heard a theme song that, that was a that good and that it like remains catchy every time you hear it like i look forward to the theme song part like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to press the skip intro button when netflix pops that up yep um i do sometimes but i don't That's want like
1: to. the there, the first season of my hero academia the because mm-hmm. the theme song changes every season the first season the theme song every time i'm like i'm not skipping that it's like two minutes yeah. long but now way like i'm gonna leave that but then the next seasons i'm like yeah i'll skip it i don't really care but yeah they're fine
0: yeah and i mean there's so many theme songs like that you just they're good but man like i just want to skip them like i just want to get ahead with it like some of them that are three or four minutes long like game of freaking thrones
1: yep like game of thrones too bad we're not going to talk about that one yeah that one's dumb except here it goes tell me about game of thrones matt (laughs) <laughs>
0: tell you about Game of Thrones.
1: I mean, or that you know, whatever you want to. You picked I, this I one, mean, so
0: I, yeah, it's 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 a show. Game of Thrones is a HBO show. It's been on for <laughs> it's a like show. seven you seasons don't say. now. It is a show. uh It's not a film. It's based on a book. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people would probably say this is like the best music to a TV show out right now it's the best Mm -hmm. and coolest intro it's a great intro and i really love everything that they do with it visually and musically uh it's way too long um and but the the i guess the cool thing about it is like from season to season because like if you don't know anything about the show basically a whole lot changes from season to season characters Mm -hmm. change and places change and everything changes so what they do in the intro is like they give you sort of this 3d visual map of the whole the whole world that game of thrones takes place in and as like characters change and die they'll they'll um like readjust the cast appearances mm-hmm. so like if you know the, the main dude died in the last season which happens a lot then he won't be on the or if he's like going to die this episode or something like that then he won't be on the intro to the cast list um or like if if like such and such place gets taken over by this other country then it'll like the map will reflect that change and stuff like that so it pretty much changes every episode there's like little easter eggs that'll tell you what's gonna happen that's fun kind of like a simpsons um, sort of thing except yeah, for like a less like
1: funny and having fun more <laughs> like here's some <laughs> Here's, like, related to all the darkness and death that happens.
0: Yeah. But it's, I mean, all that to say, yeah, yeah. it's it's a super serious show. Um, it's another very, like, deep and dark show. There's not a whole lot of light at the end of the tunnel. At least with Bojack Horseman, there's a little bit of, like, like a little flicker of hope in most of the episodes. Yeah. Not this show. Game of Thrones is a pretty hopeless, like, show that every time the good guys are, like, up against, they got their backs against the wall, they lose like there's never any winning um the the people that you care about most in the show just die in the worst most brutal fashion uh and Um, i'm not spoiling anything because if you don't know by now that that's the formula that the show follows then you've been living under a rock i guess um everyone dies (laughs) or are gonna be sorely
1: disappointed when you start watching
0: (laughs) yep yeah so don't get too close to any of the characters but uh yeah, the, the theme song, I guess, kind of reflects this this you. sort of epicness. Like, it's, you know, this this sort of orchestrated riff going on that repeats throughout the whole thing, and it's big and mm-hmm. epic and sprawling, and I don't know. It's pretty good. We'll take a listen to it.
1: Okay. It reminds me a lot of something and I don't, I can't think. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, I guess.
0: Um hmm. Yeah. I think, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Except for a different vibe for sure. But the, the motif in any yeah. case.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, it might be like that, that sort of uh, the cello taking the main melody there. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's very Pirates of the Caribbean esque. <laughs>
1: Oh, or it's also reminding me of... Uh, boom, 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 boom. Oh, it's the Song of Time from uh, Zelda. Mm, so I knew
0: you were going to say Zelda. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I knew you were Except say that's... Wow. Yeah, you're welcome for... For that masterpiece that I uh, gave you on behalf of Koji Kondo. All
0: day. Yeah. I'm pretty
1: sure it was Koji Kondo.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Koji Kondo. So uh, just just for the uh, for the cred that it that was Game I was, was right and I'm
1: smart. Ha ha!
0: <laughs> You're so smart. smart. I just was right. Hey, you guys should go listen to Parker's Nintendo podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's fun. I don't think I mentioned Koji Kondo on there at all, but it's a good time and we talk about Nintendo stuff. Well, you should.
0: Yeah, um, go good. on. I listened to a couple things. episodes. Uh, yeah, it is composed by. Um, Ramin Dijwadi, mm-hmm. uh who's a very famous person, I guess. <laughs> uh, he is now.
1: You mentioned him on this show, which means yeah, he's so. now
0: famous. I we haven't been giving credit to the people who actually wrote these theme songs and these. No, musics.
1: that's too much work. Um,
0: yeah actually no we did we talked about the person who wrote hey arnold and and, uh bojack horseman
1: oh yeah we give credit to everybody what are you talking about yeah bro i gotta look up one of these other
0: ones so i'll know it (laughs) well what's the next one that we're gonna talk about um well any more thoughts on game of thrones uh, before we move along from it not really i mean yeah like i said that that song kind of just goes and goes i think the theme song is actually like two and a half minutes long which is very long for a television show theme um, yeah. It, it's it, it may pretty, it's even be cool. longer than that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a good little track. It's cool. I guess it does get you like pumped for the show, even though there's no reason. Like, I'm so ready for this series to be over. I, I really can't stand it at this point. Like I hate watching shows that leave you just with nothing yeah. because it's like, why, why do I continue watching this? I'm not getting fulfillment out of it. It's not making me satisfied. It's just making uh-huh. me like sad all the time it's
1: it's letting you understand even more of the world that makes you sad i guess there's there's some of those things yeah it's just interesting where it's like you get into the routine of doing them for the sake of doing it but not necessarily that it's it's not beneficial really in any way Um, i mean like some games that are that same way where it's like i'm kind of just doing it and i'm playing this game but i don't really enjoy it but i'm Mm -hmm. doing it anyway um, yeah. and that's when I'm just like mm, I'll do something else <laughs> let me play yeah. I don't know Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the millionth time well I've actually <laughs> what, it doesn't matter too many asides
0: um, but, that's how I used to feel at work all the time
1: <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> actually I don't feel like that I uh, sometimes feel good about work um, that's good. But yeah, I think it's, uh, I haven't seen any episodes of Game of Thrones, not a one, but from what good. the little Don't I know starts. about it, that theme song does a good job of setting the tone, which is important for a theme song. So yeah. for whatever yeah. that's worth, mm. there you go. Um, and <laughs> this next one sets the tone for just my whole life. <laughs> The Pokemon guess, theme well, song. Ah, okay. <laughs> I love this so, so much. Um, I, a friend of my my friend Shashank Kasturirungan and I, who I've brought up a couple of times, um, specifically when talking about Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, I remember mentioning him. But in any case, he and I played this song at a talent show at our school one year because it was just like, just super fun. Oh, oh boy. Um, if, if you... If, if you've heard like the theme song version of it which is just the you know like minute long theme song which is I mean pr- pretty long but haven't gone to listen to the full song mm-hmm. do yourself a favor go and listen to the full song it's got a kicking guitar solo <laughs> you'll be a better it, person for it you'll be a better person for it but man it's um it's just so fun uh so it was written i just looked it up because i didn't know before but now i do um it was written by it looks like uh John Siegler and John Loeffler and performed by Jason Page um or something like that. Yep, that's correct. And John Loeffler is now 67 years old. So that seems really funny He's ha- that 67? he wrote the yeah. So he wrote the Pokemon theme song at I, I don't know. Uh well, I guess 47, which just for Pokemon seems like is funny, but eh that's still yeah. fairly accurate miyamoto who made mario and stuff still making nintendo games and he's in his 60s so it's it's not like the two are you know that you can obviously still write music but nevertheless whatever it doesn't even matter <laughs> um but the song is so fun and every time i hear it it just it's it gives me joy yeah man so let's listen to it so that we can enjoy banger. some joy <laughs> Ones. To catch them is my real test. To train
0: them is my
1: Over the thirty seconds that we normally allow ourselves, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all right. You guys should have
0: seen Parker; he was getting down.
1: I was getting down and digging. You know,
0: you know those those drum beats kind of by heart. Oh yeah,
1: I know yeah. everything by heart when it comes to that song. Yeah, that's that's not accurate. I messed up the actually. Oh man, there's a video of us playing that song at the talent show thing. Though I don't know what happened, but my guitar was not in tune, and it was bad. Like it, so,
0: I feel like that's not the first time you've said that you were doing a live performance and your guitar was out of tune and it was really bad.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I know for sure one other time that I can think of that I might have mentioned, but I don't know. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of.
0: Maybe it was Chad. It might know.
1: have been Chad. Uh, so the, the things that I can think of that like stand out in my mind of, my, of the instrument me playing not being in tune is that one, the Pokemon one that I just mentioned. Um, when I played saxophone, at Christmas for Mary did you know in a big cathedral with our Mm. church and it was like I don't know you know around freezing temperatures and so my Mm -hmm. saxophone was off by a half step it was a whole half step flat and we were playing along with like an electric keyboard and stuff and so Mm. I just like started playing and I was like what am I doing wrong like I'm playing all the notes wrong because it was like a perfect half step off and I was like nope it's just it's just flat because of how, whatever. So, that, and then the other one that I can think of guitar wise that might have been one that I mentioned was um, MTSU when I was going to college had a, like, I guess morning TV show news program kind of a thing. And I was asked to um, play a song on there one day or something. Um, with, and then it was a whole mess. I could go into that story a different time, but long story short, my high <laughs> E string was flat by about a half step. And which turned out to be okay-ish in the key, because then instead of being an E, it's just a D sharp, which mm-hmm. is still in the key, but it's a seventh away from it, so it works in some chords and then not another one, so I just completely mm-hmm. tried to mute it because that's the way the cookie crumbles. But Pokemon,
0: fun guitar stories. so let me ask you this I can't remember if we talked about this in the video game episode mm-hmm. or not uh. Are you uh, more of a fan of that theme song or the uh, original uh, video game soundtrack?
1: Oh, interesting. I wouldn't even, I don't think I'd even put them in the same if- Really? Yeah, I don't think hmm. so. Because for for me, this one's very representative of the TV show and the game's very uh-huh. representative of the game, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, interesting. Huh.
0: Yeah, I only ask just because you know they're they're two pretty different things, but mm-hmm. they're all they're both that's that's something that you don't you don't get very often hardly if ever like uh, one IP, like one intellectual mm-hmm. property uh that has multiple it spans across, you know, multiple different forms of media mm-hmm. uh that each each of those forms seems to get like its own treatment. Like right. it gets it gets its own different creators it gets its own music it gets its own whatever it might be like its mm-hmm. own characters in some cases not many things do that out outside the realm of like pokemon
1: yeah fun fact also i might have mentioned this on the podcast before said it some pokemon is the world's biggest money-wise highest grossing mm-hmm. franchise
0: period yeah which is crazy so if anybody yeah, didn't I mean, know that here again, we go. I mean, it spans games and tv mm-hmm. shows and movies and toys and cards and yeah it's just everything yeah. but yeah you know
1: what's interesting is it does so it's similar to the my hero academia thing the next season that came after this i mean this first season was 72 episodes so that's you know a lot of episodes oh. for one season <laughs> yeah. and then the second season has a completely different theme song and so it just pretty much every season, I think, past that. I stopped watching after, like, season three, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think every season pretty much has a new theme song, too, because it's following, like, a new, I don't know, not storyline necessarily, but area or something like that. But a lot Mm -hmm. of the music from the games does carry over into here, so you'll still get that. So that'll be kind of the the still will be the theme inside the episodes but it just Mm -hmm. isn't the um, the theme for the show you know this is the theme for the show but yeah yeah, I mean I guess man that's hard to this I think because this one has always been yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to like pick one or the other. Cause it seems easy to dismiss this one because like this is just for that one season of the show, like so what mm-hmm. really is it worth? But I think this one's also just as iconic for me, just because the TV show is actually what I started out with watching and then got mm-hmm. the first game, which was my first video game ever, um, a couple months later. So mm-hmm. that's that's walking a mile in the shoes of Parker Deal.
0: Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Walking six miles in the shoes of pocket. <laughs> Was that that's, your Morgan Freeman? A, no, that's just going to be your autobiography title, which I will narrate in my best Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Walking um, six
1: miles in the shoes. Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Have you seen that video? <laughs> yes. It's somebody narrating something, and then they start to just, like, throughout the video, they're like, <laughs> and this fish is... It's a blah-blah-blah fish, blah-blah-blah-blah-blah, Morgan Freeman. And it's this fella. And then throughout the episode, they start saying more and more just, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and that's just all mm-hmm. it becomes. And it's funny and silly.
0: So we should record an episode where we all just have the best accents that we can, that we can think of, or the, or the best accents that we have. Maybe I, they're based on real people, maybe not, but...
1: I would be very happy to do that
0: okay cool so we're gonna do that next week uh, are there any other TV shows that we wanted to talk about um there's there's
1: two more that we have here um yeah one of them is a real quick one um okay. so let's go ahead and just knock that one out real fast the twilight okay. zone Kaplamo.
0: yeah the uh i i put this one on the list just because it's for for reasons it is like a great put the other great one on example
1: there. you made a very wise choice
0: yep um if you haven't heard the twilight zone theme song go and listen to it you've heard it you you'd, you'd doober <laughs> you know what it is <laughs> you goober um uh, speaking of twilight zone though uh quick side note if you watched the super bowl then you saw you probably saw the ad for the um the new twilight zone series that they are coming out with oh. uh hosted by jordan peele who is kind of taking the hosted role by of, who uh, rod uh jordan peele oh from oh, keen peel uh yeah he's uh also now he's kind of turning into a big deal uh horror yeah director. with
1: get out and whatever yeah. else he's worked on yeah know. the
0: new one that's coming out uh us um this year but uh yeah and he, he seems to really have the chops for it uh just based on that ad alone it's a really good um i need clever. to go watch that
1: ad uh, when we're done because yeah it's
0: it's good uh i i love the twilight zone series yeah. uh when i was younger like in my teen years i guess like from 14 to 18 mm-hmm. um i i remember getting the dvds at a yard sale of like the first four seasons or four collections or whatever uh-huh. and i just i binged watched them because like they're they're so good and they hold up so well yeah honestly like they're black and white but man i think they the ones really that do. hold
1: up hold up and then the ones that don't hold up are because they never were some of them just never were that great you know because yeah. they're all just like based on short stories or mm-hmm. new independent stories or whatever and so some of the episodes are like what was the twist like what was the thing that was right kind of nothing but then other ones are like
0: whoa just yeah boom. i mean and, and yeah that's the that's what i liked about it is like it wasn't always they they, they were kind of slow burns i mean just like a lot like black mirror is now like you right. go and watch yes. it and you're like oh like maybe there's this big revelation at the end maybe there's not but like either way the whole the whole show you're just it, it keeps you it, it takes you to this Like the place that it says it's gonna take you to, and I I really like that about it. The Twilight um, Zone. It takes you to the Twilight Zone. Mm, Here we go. That's what Rock Sterling (laughs) said. Here we go into the Twilight Zone. Imagine a door. When you open this door, there's another door. And you go through the door, and what do you find? Another door. (laughs) Behind that door, is Jack Nicholson?
1: <laughs> yes, to Jack
0: Nicholson. <laughs> that's my that's my episode that I wrote. Honestly,
1: with that, there's a movie that my parents showed me that you should watch. It's on one of the streaming services. I don't remember which one. Um, it's called Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh huh. It's um Taika Waititi, who mm-hmm. we all know and love. Um, if, if you don't know who, who that is, he did Thor Ragnarok. Um, he was the director for it. And then also he did the voice of Korg in Thor Ragnarok, who's the big rock monster guy, who's like, um, oh, you're the new Dave. Hi, new Dave. That guy. He's great. Um, but so Taika there's a scene in any case where there's a funeral happening and he just keeps talking and he's like, sometimes God puts in front of us two different doors. On the one door, you open it up <laughs> And you don't know what's going to be behind it. And then, um, what do you think's behind that door? And someone goes, Jesus. <laughs> he's like, interestingly enough, no, not Jesus. And then, like, it, It's just really funny. I, I don't even know. Um, but he keeps talking about doors and stuff. And so, when you talked about doors, it reminded me of that. <sighs> what a fun time. Anyways,
0: yeah. Twilight in theme song is pretty recognizable. It's yep. just another one of those... Uh, themes that kind of you know it just by listening to it super dissonant
1: Um, which is great for the vibe and like just as is bizarre and you don't really know what's going on or even what some instruments might be or whatever and it's like ooh I'm in a twilight zone Ooh. The Manhattan Transfer Ooh. does an a very cool. They're a um, acapella band. It's two mm-hmm. guys and two gals from mostly the '80s, I think, but they still kind of do stuff. But they have uh like a full song of The Twilight Zone, hmm. um, and it's real neat. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it's all acapella. It's not well. So not all their stuff is acapella, but whatever isn't is just like they do like four part kind of jazzy stuff. Gotcha. And But yeah. this one. they span a bunch of different genres from kind of like 50s jazz kind of stuff to more just standard 80s kind of Hmm. i don't know it's interesting i'll um yeah but it does it does a thing and all right we've got one more song and this one comes by way of bringing a full circle by way of chad king who we mentioned at the top of the show is not here hey he's that guy He's the guy. Bam, bam, bam. He's the guy with
0: the with the uh, with the thing. Yep. So tell me and about the face. <laughs> yeah. Tell I'm, me about Cowboy Bebop, bro. Oh boy. Oh, you want me to tell you about it? Sure. I mean, do so you I've, know anything uh, about it? I don't. I I know very little about the show Cowboy Bebop. Um, I've 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 watched it. Uh, I've watched a few episodes. Um, and I wrote
1: it, and it, I'm friends with everybody who made and I wrote it, it, but I really know barely anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was only like the star of the first like four seasons oh wow um, what a loser and the director and like the best boy um i was like uh-huh. all those things Did you say the uh, best boy yeah <laughs> you know like all the movies have a best boy no i don't know what the best boy does you is know, that a no, thing yeah, no like, i've never in, noticed in that literally every movie that's ever been made if you watch the credits there's always a best boy
1: what does that uh, mean
0: I, I don't know somebody probably knows but i don't know what his job is i think that's kind of the joke behind it is like yeah what does the best boy do i'm guessing like some kind of intern or something but they literally every movie there's a best boy or like several best boys there's never a best girl Mm. or a best woman it's sexism or best yeah i guess i don't know um but every movie every tv show they got one uh support your local credits um it's Cowboy Bebop. I've seen a couple episodes of it. It's a really good anime. I, I mean, I'm. I hope I don't disappoint a lot of people. I don't like anime. Uh, I just like. There's very little amounts of it that I can invest in. Uh, I I try really hard to get into all kinds of anime and like mm-hmm. all the shows that people are like, oh no, you gotta watch this one because this one's different. It's not. It's just not to me. Like to me, there's no difference between like My Hero Academia and um, of My Hero Academia, and My Hero Academia. I like. <laughs> n- I don't know. Like they, they're they're good shows, and I and I and I respect them for for their merits and the fact that they like the animation. Obviously, takes a very long time to do because it's hand drawn for the most part, and like it's a really interesting style. Where, like the most anime that I go is like the like the mainstream sort of like. Um, spirited away sort of stuff because Mm -hmm, they're mm -hmm. like beautiful movies and i guess those are anime but they're really Mm -hmm. more just like i don't know japanese like animation which i guess that that is anime but i don't know it's different for some reason to me yeah um i guess the story plays a big part to me and i think for sure
1: the pacing of a lot of especially more classic anime stuff like i mm -hmm. I would like to have gotten into Dragon Ball Z and um, Naruto and stuff, but those ones at this point, if you want to go back and watch them, unless you have all the time in the world, it's kind of like a soccer game where like, if you're so invested in a soccer game that you like every time there's almost a goal, you're like, "Ah, yeah, almost so close. But so you only end up scoring like one point in a whole game, but the whole thing is just so like you're invested in it, stressful and like, well, what's going on? A lot of, old school anime is kind of like that where like nothing really it takes a really long time to just do anything um because i mean partly they had an episode every single day for you know a while so they just had to kind of make it last i guess was part of a lot
0: of filler and and i mean because i grew up you know going to my friend's houses and they Mm -hmm. would all watch dragon ball z Uh and i it was kind of back then and that i tried to get invested in the stories and i just never did because yeah yeah, for that reason on that show specifically there's a lot of filler yeah and there's a lot of just like we got to kill 15 minutes in the show which is less
1: much less the case now now that we're in kind of the time period that we're in the only one that i would say that actually is different because it's sort of parody of regular anime is one punch man Mm. um and there's only yeah. twelve episodes. It's on Netflix, but it's 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 really good. Um, the premise is that the one dude just <laughs> there's it's really it's just funny too. Um, the mm-hmm. guy just decided to be a hero one day, and then he trains to become a hero, and then all of a sudden, it's just like he's a part-time hero who's just the unbeatable completely like can just Mm -hmm. anytime there's a huge monstrous threat which like the first episode starts out there's this giant thing that looks like it's gonna take out the earth and he just goes up and he just punches it one time and the thing like explodes and that's all he (laughs) needs to do is just punch it the one time but then he's super bored because he's like what's even the point like it's yeah. very um uh, existential in that case where it's like what do i even yeah. do but then there's a lot of other characters that come around that are more kind of classic tropey sort of things but then you know it plays off of that so it's it's fun for for that reason if nothing else and because since it's only 12 episodes and it's more like a netflix show it's mm-hmm. really to the point like it doesn't lag barely at all um as far as filler yeah. stuff goes but but no i totally yeah. i see where you're coming from with anime full show. Sure.
0: Yeah, it's, for me it's mainly about the, the stories and a little bit about the animation. Um, it, maybe it's just not my style of, of animation that I prefer mm-hmm. to to watch for a long time on end. Um, but that being said, I have seen a little bit of Cowboy Bebop. I think I've seen three or four full episodes. The show was not on that long. Uh, I don't think it went longer than 30 or 40 episodes altogether, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe that's due to... Chad would know this 100%, uh, but maybe it was canceled, or maybe they just stopped making it. I don't know. Um, but I will say that out of all the anime that I've seen, it's the best. Uh, mm. It's it's the, like, the most um, interesting that I've seen. Uh, the show itself is about kind of like... It takes place in the future and it takes place in space but it's kind of a western it's about a group of bounty hunters that basically go around and do bounty hunter things and have bounty hunter adventures in like the old west of space uh sort of um and if there's like ever going to be a live action version made of it like sign me up because man (laughs) i don't know it 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 would absolutely be a tremendous movie um but yeah it's it's kind of like a Kind of like a noir sort of deal, like interesting, uh, yeah. Sort of, like a lot of criminal stuff, like you know, the good guys smoke a cigarette, trying to figure, like, oh, I'm too old for this job, like that kind <laughs> of stuff going on. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really good show from what I've seen. The theme song is definitely what what um, hypes it up the best for me. Mm-hmm. I think this is among some of the best like music for like most fitting music for a show because like this this music that we're gonna play a little bit of definitely sums up in music form exactly what this show is Uh um it's wild it's crazy but it's still like slick and cool and like yeah uh it's gonna take you on a fun wild ride so um let's play a little bit of the theme song let's do it
1: The guy talking just there mm-hmm. reminds me of Jermaine Clement.
0: Okay. <laughs> From Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know why that's interesting.
0: Because really that was him.
1: Whoa!
0: Yeah, he flew to Japan for course, one day. He's just always to flying that.
1: to Japan. That's his favorite thing to do. <laughs> he doesn't live, I mean, you know, if he's in New Zealand, that's like, that's not that far away. I mean, it's pretty far north and south, but, you know, yeah, it's pretty far. It's a little far. But nevertheless. But anyways, yeah, that's that theme song. Sometimes. Um
0: it's really good. Uh there's just a lot of cool like jazzy, like sort of uh like fast paced in your face jazz stuff going on there with a the bass line and then fast in your face. pretty memorable pretty memorable horn like there. Uh which sounds dirty. Uh but yeah, again, I know that Chad can speak on the show a lot more than I could. Uh I did really like the theme song. It's fun. It it reminds you of like a sixties sort of like I don't know, it's got that cool yep. like you know, underground New York City kind of vibe to it, which I really enjoy. So, um, yeah, and for it fits sure. the show really well, in my opinion.
1: Yep, well, good stuff. Bongos.
0: Well,
1: TV show theme songs do a good job of telling you what the show is going. Something conclusive. Uh, inc- right. Insert something very conclusive and helpful for all the listeners right here. Um, and if you are one of those people who listens to the episode, d- keep doing that listening that you're doing. Tell your friends also to doing the listening that they're doing. Isn't that right, Matt?
0: No, don't tell your friends. Oh. We don't want any more people knowing about this show than I already do. Keep it secret. Um, keep in it fact, safe. it would be better if you uh, kept this, uh, yeah, a secret from uh, your parents, uh-huh. um, from your, your animals. Wait, um, from my parents? Because that's going to be hard keep it a secret from your parents please don't tell don't tell harry (laughs) uh (laughs) no tell all your friends um yeah give us a give us a review on itunes honestly at this point man it's so hard to keep up with the social media aspect Mm -hmm. of it i i talk about the show on reddit all the time and that's my social media so like I i don't i don't do any of the instagram really any of the instagram i'm 90 years old i don't do the instagram i certainly don't do any of the facebook but if you want to reach out to us on on any of those things um i'll check up on them probably periodically um
1: (laughs) i see the twitter so i uh yeah i I respond to some twitter stuff we got um parker's the hippest we got someone talking to us last week who was it um so that was fun um that's
0: fun uh um, yeah
1: what's up it was notable handy jar johnny bradley thank you oh, johnny good. bradley for uh talking to us and if there's somebody else that talks to us we'll also mention you he actually he mentions that we should have talked about the game of thrones and, game, and house theme songs and we did mention oh. game of thrones which is great but i don't know i've really talked about the house about theme house. song
0: before it's a it's um a teardrop by massive attack uh yeah you, it is you've heard it if you've listened to episodes in the past uh, I don't think it was in relation to House as a TV show because it was a song before it was um, right. used in House. But uh, it's a really good song. Check it out. Yep.
1: So, all right. Well, I think that's all we got for this week. We'll yeah. see you again next week.
0: Oh, also, um, yeah. Did I say leave us a review? Yeah, you did. I don't know. Uh, yeah, also, check out um, <laughs> Parker's other Nintendo podcast if you like the Nintendo Um, I'm waiting on that PS4 episode that I know is going to happen at some (laughs) point in the future. So just waiting patiently for it.
1: Yeah. Or just wait until you get a Nintendo Switch.
0: Whoa. Uh, That's never going to happen because Santa doesn't love me. Oh, Santa does love you. All
1: right. Okay. Santa loves all you. Bye. Bye.